This is Mornings with Ian Smith minus Smithy, although it can't be too long before he returns because the Cricket World Cup, where he has been at, is now officially over. And Australia are the Cricket World Cup champions, having beaten India comfortably in the final overnight. Let's head to India to reflect on what has happened. We are delighted to welcome in Rahul Patil, who has been over there for a long time, covering this tournament, doing a brilliant job, Rahul. Firstly, how's your heart after the week you have experienced, my friend? Uh, disappointment for um, the men in black and then India. It can't have been easy for you. Well, I'm still trying to pick up the pieces of my shattered heart because um, I've, I've had two two heartbreaks in four days and I don't think uh, even when I was in college and university that it was shattered in so many, so many places in, in such a short period of time. So, yeah, I'm recovering, but I'm alive. <laughs> so you picked yourself up after the disappointment of, in some ways, the game you couldn't lose, the semi-final. Disappointed, despondent for New Zealand. But you must have been so confident that you'd be celebrating at this time because India had been so good throughout the tournament. So what happened today? Well, um, there's a lot of things that happened. And I think uh, one of the major things that went wrong is... Um, they they try to tinker and you know the one thing you do not do in knockout games is you do not change a plan and um, one of the biggest things i saw is uh, when they were defending a total of 240 all tournament 10 games up till now they opened with bumrah and siraj today for some strange reason they give the new ball to shami and I have a funny feeling the reason they did that is because they were desperate for wickets and they thought who better to pick up wickets than the man who got seven in the last game. So let's give him the new ball. And as you know, Daniel, when you go looking for something too hard, it goes that much further away from you. And I think that's somewhere um, it went pear-shaped right from there. Then there's been a... Uh, I mean, their fielding was horrendous, uh, trying to defend 240. Um, and, yeah, so it's a combination of things. But I think they kind of shifted from their plans and went slightly away. And that's what cost them in the end. I could not agree with you more. I've actually just made the point in my sermon about the... Uh, I described it, they blinked with the new ball. Um, you, you could say, and I think Ricky Ponting actually made mention of it in con commentary where he described it as... Uh, they panicked with that decision. So you're probably right, they're living in their minds in some way. Uh, and and I, I felt that was the case when they were three down, that they realised, okay, the game's on a bit of a tightrope, but rather than being their, their assertive selves, I, I thought they retreated within themselves with with the bat. Would you agree with that too? Um, yeah, I mean, look, um, Roy Sharma said they wanted to bat first. Um, and they got to bat first. Um, he was aggressive. He's been aggressive all tournament. He's trying to set a new template for the side wherein he goes and takes on the attack in that first power play. And he did that successfully today as well. Now, people might uh, say, you know, was his shot really necessary? But that's what you get when you play high-risk cricket. Yeah. Is You know, there's always going to be a ball that gets you out. So I've got no issues with the kind of uh, shot that he played. The real issue for India has been that um, every time 
they had a partnership and they consolidated and it looked like they were going to press on that accelerator they lost a wicket again so kohli gets to 50 and it looks like okay these guys are now going to step it up kohli loses his wicket then comes um they made another change in that batting order as well surya kumar yadav who was supposed to come in uh, at that stage is held back and jadeja is sent up the order now uh, again you know why would you make changes in the most important game of the tournament when you haven't done that in all tournament and then again jadeja and uh, kl rahul get a partnership going and just when you think okay they might be stepping on it and then jadeja gets out so every time they had like a period of consolidation and wanted to up the ante uh, they lost a wicket and they never kind of recovered from that i mean don't get me wrong australia bowled beautifully and they fielded like guns out there today um so but yeah india about 20 to 30 runs short of a par score on that wicket uh, while batting first no both things can be true uh rahul so, so so don't worry about that and um it's fitting we talk about australia now um they took a risk at the toss Here's I stupidly going with the old narrative of you you get runs on the board and hopefully it swings around a bit under lights. Um, the last bit actually happened when India had the new ball under the lights, but Australia were just phenomenal with the ball. That they, they they adjusted to conditions so very well, and that that is a huge credit to them. Yeah, I mean, look, they uh, talk about peaking at the right time. They've not had the best of tournaments. They lost their first two games. then they are a bit scratchy against a couple of other teams too in the league stage but come knockouts time if we know one thing about those is is they put their best foot forward in that game against south africa when they were in a bit of a pickle they found a way and today as well it was a bold bold decision to bowl first on that wicket you know you'll think big finals you want to put runs on the board as you said uh but kudos to pat cummins he read that pitch perfectly they knew what they had to do on that wicket and they executed brilliantly i mean even when rohit sharma was going hammer and tongs they didn't shift from their plans and they knew that this high risk approach there will be a ball that gets him out and once that happens there'll be an opening and they drove right through that um couple of other things um cummins himself with two wickets uh for 34 over of his 10 overs brilliant with the ball and you know when when it counts they always deliver and find a way uh, Raul, i always feel you need moments of magic to beat a good side and, and actually good side's not the right word they're a great side that indian side you don't win 10 out of 10 and by the margins they often did in that run without being a great side but that moment of magic that the catch from travis head Oh my lord what a moment against the rather fear some looking uh Rohit Rohit Sharma what, what an incredible moment that was Absolutely I mean um first of all it's an effort to get to that ball so you know so for, you got to give it to him for putting in the effort and then when you fling your arms out like that and for it to stick um it's just phenomenal I mean um in front of 130,000 people at the stadium uh there's one way to silence them is to get the opposition captain out with a brilliant catch and um yes it was uh, sensational stuff as hard as it was to watch on tv 
but it was it was a bloody good catch on the replay you know it was really hard to watch it but it was a bloody good catch yeah. <laughs> i could imagine i could imagine what your inner monologue is thinking at that time travis head go away you've already torched new zealand once this tournament don't do it to me again um and then lo and behold he comes out and hurts you once more with the bat but it was a I, I, it was a good start for India. Three wickets and about seven overs. Two gifted, weren't they? Two poor shots and an LBW shout that Australia really should have reviewed. Uh, Australia helped India out. Absolutely. I mean, um, the shot that David Warner played was probably be given two wides on any day. And um, Mitch Marsh also would be very disappointed with the kind of shot he played. Um, uh, Stephen Smith seems to have a habit of uh, reviewing everything that is out and not reviewing the ones that are actually not out. So <laughs> um, he's he he needs to work on his or his partner at the other end, Travis Head, because he checked with him as well. And I think Travis Head said to him, "Made that plum." So he walked, and um, yeah, it was that glimmer of hope at uh, forty-three for three or whatever it was. Um, but the only other side of that also is, even though it was 43 for 3, um, India had leaked a lot of runs in that initial 5-6 overs. So, you know, the new man that came in wasn't under any sort of scoreboard pressure. They could take their time. So that's exactly what Manus did. Comes in, blocks, 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 gets his eye in. And then he knew that this pitch is only going to get easier under the lights. And he'll have all the time to play his shots in the end. Going back to Travis Head, this is not the first time he's doing it to India. He did it exactly in the same fashion in that World Test Championship final, um, where he scored a first day 100, 163 odd at a ball to take that game away from us. Uh, yeah, it's not the first time. And I'm afraid it probably won't be the last time. Yeah, and then we can go back to your, one of your original points about the bowling options. They throw the ball to Ravi Jadeja as first change rather than Muhammad Shami. They 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 had effectively made Siraj um, a non-starter, a non-factor. And when you've only got five bowlers in your team, uh, it, it, it's proven to be, to me, more bizarre by the minute. Yeah, he had, Siraj had bowled two overs in the first 33 overs. So it's like you were playing with four bowlers, and this is a guy who took to, uh, took a six per against Sri Lanka in the Asia Cup final, bowling with the new ball. Um, so I cannot understand. See, I say this a lot of times, you know, when you go to the beach and you try and pick up some sand in your hand, the harder you try to grasp it, the more it flows through your fingers. And this is exactly true with wickets. The more you go looking for wickets, the more they go away from you. You just got to stick to your line and lengths and be patient because um, teams get teams panic. You know, when oh, I've only got two hundred and forty. I don't have a lot of time. I need to get wickets. I need to get wickets, and and things don't happen that way. So the ball doesn't come out properly of your hands when you were looking for them. Um, yeah, but some bizarre decisions, which I think on reflection they will kind of say, yeah, maybe we got that wrong. What a wonderful analogy that is about sand at the beach. Travis Head, like, if you looked at him, you, I think you always feel as a bowler you're in it. Like, he, he's a little bit unique, a little bit ungainly, but, man, I like that guy is effective. And that innings is one of the very best uh, at, a, at a men's cricket World Cup, is it not? 
absolutely he reminds me a lot of virendra sehwag actually uh, great hand eye coordination not a lot of feet movement and he's got this uh, knack of staying inside the line of the ball always yes. so you always as a bowler you always feel like oh i've got a chance i can nick this guy out um, but he's got wonderful eyes and he's got wonderful hands that he throws at the ball and uh, he's got the gift of timing so when he hits them man they stay hit he hit some massive sixes today and it's not a small ground that one and they were going about 20 rows back so yeah i mean uh, when he's on song if he gets his eye in he's always going to be a threat and at the top of the order in white ball cricket um and lower down the order in test cricket when he does come in and the fields up uh he's an absolute menace to deal with if he's not dismissed early what's the mood in india like this might be the most obvious question i've ever asked in my life um <laughs> But, but try try and paint that picture for us um look i mean it is festive season in india so diwali is just finished um and people normally what they do is they save up a whole lot of their fi- diwali firecrackers uh, when there's a world cup final around the corner and their teams playing so nicely um but all those crackers did not come out tonight <laughs> um normally they would have been like if i look out of my hotel window now there would have been parades on the street with people driving around cars and motorbikes and you know honking away to glory and uh, none of that it's a sad somber evening or night in india wherever you go um look we haven't won a trophy an icc trophy for 10 years now um and it's not that we've not played good cricket we make it to the semi finals we reached the semis in 2019 and then we lost in two days then we reached the semi finals of the t20 world cup last year and got absolute drubbing by england and then we reached the final of this tournament winning 10 games in a row so it's not like we are a bad team or we are playing bad cricket it's just that things are not happening for us when it matters most and um, yeah. it's a tough pill to swallow the sun will still rise tomorrow and um, one thing i know about this nation is they love their cricket and the next cricket game that's on there'll still be about 50,000 people watching in the stadium <laughs> well well i think they've got a t20 series against australia starting in about 4 or 5 days like you, you, i'm not kidding listeners i'm not kidding uh, that's actually happening yeah. uh, incredible stuff um sanjay mendraker i i've got to ask you about this i i got my back up listening to his commentary where he described india were beaten by the conditions How do you feel about that? Do you, do you see it as utterly disrespectful to Australia and Travis Head especially? I I I don't agree with that. I think uh, India at the toss said they wanted to bat first. They got what they wanted. Um so uh, for him to say that even if India had won the toss they would have chosen to bat. So if they were beaten by the condition then they read the conditions wrong. And if you read the conditions wrong then you deserve to be on the losing side. So Yeah. Yeah. I don't agree yeah, with him. Yeah. yeah it, well, Sonny G- Gavaska might call him a moron. I don't know like he called us a moron. As Sonny might say the pitch for the final was the same for both teams if you're good enough team, you play on the pitch and you win and Australia has done that so stop talking Sorry, about Sorry, I pitches. can hear a lot of noise. I can't hear Daniel. <laughs> oh, that's me making a lot of noise. Well, <laughs> I was just going to say thank you so very much uh, for joining us. Uh hope the heart isn't too heavy for too long you've done a brilliant job over there you should be very proud thanks for your time just 